Welcome to Horror Movies with TNA. Each episode, we're going to pick a film, talk about it, and rate it. Word of warning, there will be spoilers. This week, we're talking about... Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is a bona fide horror classic. Tale of good old-fashioned Texan hospitality. Some more advice. If you pop around to the Sawyer's homestead unannounced, then don't be surprised if you're asked to stay for dinner. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So this is probably the first quite well-known film we've done. And yeah. most And the four people who will listen to this podcast will probably know Everything about Tons it. Tons more about it. I know, it's a weird one, but I... So, 19... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. So, a couple uh, of years after Jaws. Uh, oh, no, hang on. It was... No, not a couple of years. Jaws was done in 1975, talking rubbish. It's a year before. Yeah. It, um, this was probably what... Um, Set the groundwork. No, for... I don't know why I'm mentioning Jaws, really, but it, it's... Because it's another well-known film. Yeah. Tobe Hooper directed, co-written by Kim Henkel. Um, obviously, Tobe Hooper did other films, such as, like, Eaten Alive and Poltergeist and... and Although, he... now there's a connection with Jaws. Everyone says that the actual person that directed most of Poltergeist was Steven Spielberg, because he produced okay. it. If you look at the film, you could kind of see that it is very sort of sort of E.T. Close Encounters bit. Yeah. It's not really scary, is it, Poltergeist, to be honest? Anyway, that's Poltergeist. So give me a review. Um, <laughs> no, Poltergeist, yeah. Um, it's all right. What other? He did Spontaneous Combustion, Body Bags. Spontaneous Combustion. And, um, and he did the... Uh, he didn't. 2000... Oh, he did. He did. A, he did one of the stories that yes, body bag, and which he... was not very good. No, and he also did the 2004 remake of Toolbox Murders as well. Yeah, that wasn't very good either. Actually, no. Direct message. <laughs> so uh, people in it. Uh, I'm not going to. Marilyn Burns was in it. Obviously, Gunnar Hansen, or playing Leatherface, is in it. A few other people. I think he's actually called Leatherface at one point. I was listening out because I thought, "Where's Leatherface come from?" Because he, he, I don't think he has a... Like, the other members of the family have names, don't they? Uh, I suppose the only thing that's worth mentioning that is really well-known is that it's not based on a true story, but it kind of got some of its inspiration from legendary American loon, Ed Gein, some of it. And you you can kind of see a, a bit of a connection, but not much of one, I don't think. Yeah, and a, if you want a more realistic... Not realistic... Deranged is yeah. Deranged, deranged is, a, is what? a kind of a but dera- you know the trailer's better for deranged than the film. Again, I'm rating other films here. <laughs> okay, I'll cut it all out. Okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> you what? Mother loving moon. Sally and Franklin set off across. Texas to visit there. There's reports that graves, and we have this bit at the beginning, don't we? There's reports yeah. that graves are being vandalised or even robbed. So they set off to kind of travel to see their grandpa's yeah. grave but and gonna... their family home. This film is about the tragedy that befalls five youths. It is all the more tragic that they were young. The events of that day were to become one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history. 
it flashes up with pictures, bits of body parts, doesn't it? Yeah. And it shows a bit where there's like a body sat on a grave, which yeah, I right. thought was a good bit. Yeah, that's when you see, but there's like pictures being taken and there's just this weird noise. Yeah, like a, almost not, like the, the clicking of a camera kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's but, like the, a, the, yeah but the other bit isn't. And I've used, they've used that noise on other films since, I think. That... Yeah, yeah, that kind that, of... But, but the, that, that beginning bit is so weird. And like I say, you know they're taking pictures and you can't quite make it out. And that straight the, away, the front crawl of him saying this is a real story, which is bullshit... But and then that coming, that in the first, it yeah, quite it does. Well. It does make it like proper. And when I watched it on a VHS, which was a really bad copy in those days, when we couldn't get them in Britain because of video nasties and that, it was even more. It actually the tape would used to go sort of weird. You know, it used to scroll almost up like yeah. So it when it went even, and it made it even harder to yeah. Make as soon as it flashed up, you couldn't actually see it at all, which made it even more scuzzy and horrible and. Could you make out what was actually when it when the screen went when the credits are oh, actually the credit, wrong, what's that meant, meant to be? be? That's, I think that's the surface of the sun. Oh, I thought where, it was like a planet. Yeah, yeah, because the sun's used. It's meant. To, it's obviously a really hot day, so it's meant to be the surface of the sun, took with a very clever camera. Again, not an expert, as you could just tell from that sentence. Yeah, so I just put sounds, noises, bits of bodies. I know we've already said this. Jarring yeah. noises, flashing images of bits of goo. And then there's a body sat on a gravestone, which is quite cool. <laughs> Who's the gang? There's five of them. Jerry, Sally, Franklin, Kirk and Pam all jump in their van and off they go to investigate or visit or whatever yeah I, I don't to be honest uh, you remember all that but i mean it's mainly sally that you know i'm sure anyone that's listened to this would have probably seen the text change so much again if you haven't watch it before you listen to the rest i don't think we're going to ruin it for you anyway if we even so because it, it, you just it's not it's not one that needs a it's not there's no spoilers with it really i don't think no not really um, well there's one spoiler Actually, there is one spoiler, and we'll get to it. Oh, okay. It's a minor one. We'll, we'll end up spoiling it. Um, yeah, no, we, we won't. Um, Why not? It starts off with a shot of some roadkill, and there's this little bit that's probably... Van pulls up, and Franklin gets out for a pee, and... <laughs> rolls down the hill. And rolls down the hill because there's a loud lorry that passes. Um, yeah, that bit's a bit shite, but... I, but think... I was, I was going to say, even the first shots, so when, when it first gets into the film, dead body wide up on a gravestone the first shot of a is it an armadillo yeah on, or its, something like on its back on its back yeah and then the car the cinematography is really good there's some saying. shots in it I really like and the way the, yes. there's like a steady cam or so I don't even know where it's steady cam I think there's a lot where they like track which for that type of film you think you don't need to and there's loads uh, I'll tell you the first of the good shots I quite like is the bit where they're, they're so they're travelling along and they're all kind of talking and Frank Franklin's talking got this obsession about talking about a slaughterhouse or something and he's freaking the other people in the van out and then they pick up the hitchhiker hitchhiker <laughs> the they pick up the hitchhiker I quite like the shot because as they slowed to pick up nubbins it had a, a really big very, shot of the yeah. sky and just has him running as they stopped the van. He's running to get into the van and I quite like that. 
it does two things. He has loads of good shots, but he also looks scuzzy as well at points. You know what I mean? It oh, looks yeah, it, cheap. I think the thing is, it looks... But they know what they were doing. They, yeah, they had it, obviously they had limited resources, but it was obviously, it was clear that Tobu kind of had something he was trying to do. I and think he was, it, is it Daniel Pearl or something that did the cinematography? I, I probably should have checked, seen his what does, a cinema, what does a cinematographer do then? He just decides... He, well, he, the director kind of sets up the shots, but he, he would help and he might set the lighting and the rest of it. So the, he may have suggested, why don't we move all the way back here when we do the bit where um, okay. he gets picked up, for um, instance. I don't know. Frank, so Nubbins gets in. Nubbins Sawyer, I think his name is, the family name. Is, um, that, is it Nubbins? I think I'm sure his name's Nubbins. Mm. He's also Franklin's also openly insulting him. The one thing to realise is, I think Franklin's meant to be quite an annoying character. Oh yeah, I think the intention was that he arsehole. was quite annoying. Saying that, every other character, and I even include um, Sally, who lasts until the end, are completely forgettable. So at least he's there yeah. to kind of to irritate the you other only, ones. You only it's feel almost... for her later on because of certain scenes yeah. in it. Do you know? Oh, right. well, well, I mean, well, we can get to that anyway. Um, there's this whole scene in the back of the van as they're travelling along where Nubbins is obviously freaking them out. With He gets a knife out at one point and cuts his hand. And he's just acting. Yeah, razor blade, doesn't he? Yeah. Like he's a, just... ra- a cutthroat razor. And he... Because it's quite a tight van as well, so you do feel... Yeah, they're cramped all... in with each other, aren't they? He grabs Franklin's penknife off him and starts cutting his hand... And that obviously freaks them out some more. And then he starts to... He takes a photo of the guys, or takes a photo of Franklin, and they're not too keen on the photo, so he then proceeds to roll out a bit of silver foil and starts to burn the photo, so he clearly yeah, there then... powder on it. So, yeah. I think he's like... There's some flat, like a phosphorus, like yeah. Um, yeah, phosphorus. He's probably like some from chemistry. And um, that freaks them that. out... And so they decide that... Oh, he tries to sell them the crappy pick for $2 as well. And when they don't want to buy the crappy pick, they decide it's time for Nubbins to leave. Well, yeah, but he... Well, he decided to leave because it's kind of kick him out because he then gets his razor blade out and starts cutting Franklin's arm. Oh, yeah, and then he starts slicing Franklin with his with yeah. his razor blade. So he's, it's not just they're annoyed by him. He's trying to cut he's, no, someone. It's, so I like the bit because they kick Nubbins out and then he smears his bloody hand down the side of the... And there's a bit of a conversation about that later in the film. But he smears his hand down and then he chases after it, blowing a raspberry. There's a lot of raspberry blowing in this film. I like it. He blows I don't it. even remember that one bit of raspberry blowing. You'll have to remind me later. And right? I said it was my favourite bit of the whole film. I gave that bit 10 out of 10. Like that. Uh, 17 minutes in at this point. They're about 20 minutes in. The scene's been set. They've met, they've met their first weirdo um, and they've kicked him out. It was enough for them. Motto for the 70s and 80s, I put, is don't hitchhike because you'll end up dead and don't pick up hitchhikers because you'll end up dead. Then they arrive at the... have got the scene which has been copied in quite a few films. Gas station. The gas station. So this is where Drayton saw you. The older bloke, isn't he? He's like at this dad, point, isn't he? There's the spoiler, you see, because at this point, obviously, we don't know oh, if he has sorry. anything to do. Well, that is the... No, but I'd already said it was Drayton oh. Sawyer. At this point, you don't realise he's part of the family, and that's where it comes back to get 
Sammy, yeah, and that later on, end, that yeah. is dodgy. We'll get into that. But the bit I've written down here, so this is where... I, and they do use it in other films. And, and this might not be that PC, but there's a ginger guy. There's an Gin- attendant, isn't there? There's yeah. an attendant, a ginger guy with a massive head. Now, whether he had something wrong or not, I don't know. Just might have a massive head. But because he, he looked kind of weird. This doesn't sound inclusive. He looked kind of weird, but no, it's incl- look. I don't look particularly normal. <laughs> well, you've so, got massive heads. Yeah. Well, no, no, you've got, got a tiny head. head. I've got a tiny, got a tiny head. head. No outfit, me. But they like it's almost like they've got some a real person. He might have been an actor, but real person, and he just keeps coming along and like washing the windscreen. And it, this is a bit I thought was quite funny. I never noticed it before, and I've watched it quite a lot of times. He sort of wipes the windscreen, does all the washing really badly with crappy water, then starts to tootle off. Then, um, I can't remember, someone asked a question, so he just goes, oh, I'll go back, and starts washing the windscreen again. So he he tootles us off, and then tootles back, and does the job again. It just made me laugh, but I don't know know whether that was meant to be amusing or not, but he just... I mean... by this point, I think they've realised that Texas is full of a lot of weirdos. <laughs> yeah, but again, it gives it that kind of weird sort of... Unease. Even though, like I say, it's shot really well. Crisply, it feels... It, and it's, but the real one thing it is, it is on 16mm, so it, even though they've made to try to clean it up and the versions we've got are probably the best you've ever seen. I saw it on VHS from the 16mm bad copy, and I would say that's almost the best way to watch it where you can't quite tell what's going on, even though it's got really good cinematography in that. It so, c- works better being a bit... So what? how will um, how will the listeners be able to grab hold of a VHS recorder and a <laughs> copy of it? Actually, you can. On one of those internet auction sites... We're not allowed I, to advertise eBay, then. Well, other They're auction all- sites <laughs> are available and all that fucking... I noticed you could buy an original copy for probably about forty pounds, fifty pounds. Cheaper than what we could yeah. have got it in the day. Well, actually, I thought we both bought is, it. Well, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was about at the time about fifty, sixty pounds. So it hasn't changed. Yeah, that it much. wasn't too. To be, I think there was quite a lot of them. There was other stuff that was, was a lot more expensive. Yeah. yeah, there was lots of copies of that. Drayton says, "I've got no gas." And they, at this point, they're asking for directions to the old Franklin place because obviously they're, they're wanting to visit the, the farmhouse, the old place. Right, so we're about half an hour in. They then arrive at the, the old family farmhouse, which looks quite good because it's all kind of overgrown. It's like a big place. Yeah. This is the first building they get to, isn't it? And there's little bits that I thought were quite good because when they're, they get out of the van and you've got this whole scene where Franklin's frustrated because he can't go upstairs with the rest of the oh, gang. Oh, and that's they when he up. does the... And then he starts... Yeah, He's kind of doing it, imitating voice. That whole scene, yeah, oh my God. Well, he's left alone. I kind of, to be honest, yeah. this is the only bit I was a bit sympathetic because they all go for a wander and obviously he struggles because he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, and they kind of go off upstairs. It doesn't make him any less of a penis though. <laughs> well, um, before he has a... People. The bit that I quite like was Kurt goes into one of the rooms in the the old rundown house and there's like some spiders in a corner and there's like this clicking noise. Yeah, yeah, I and said he... that. Music sort of noise is good. And I, yeah. was, I was thinking, that it, I couldn't quite make it out. It's something in the corner and it's making a very weird noise. I've never seen that amount of spiders. It looks like they've all come out of a Yeah, um, it's, it's, again, it's eggs. weird. It's obviously yeah. 
real and but then they've added this weird kind of noise and music to it and it's just another like little yeah, thing yeah um because then that's where so scene where franklin's frustrated because they're off having fun he can't join in he blows a raspberry and then he doesn't he imitates Thanks their voice for that. I didn't come know what on was. come on franklin it's going to be a fun trip <laughs> raspberry raspberry it's difficult to decide which is my favorite raspberry scene i put and whether it was the original <laughs> Um, but it's lots of inblown raspberries and like you said that scene goes on way too long yeah so you've got a bit of sympathy until he goes <laughs> point is it just whatever there you go <laughs> we're off an hour in so Kirk and Pam run off for a swim so they've been around the house a bit they're told that there used to be some kind of water somewhere like a brook or a, and they've said they're going to run off and it's at this point when they're going to find the water that they spot the other house, the Sawyer place. And they think they might have some gas because they've been trying to get some gas ever since the the gas station. So they go trudging off to try and arrive. And it, so it's about half an hour in that we arrive at the house and Kirk's knocking on the door. Yeah, and they're going to say half an hour before anyone dies, which again, if most horror films now, you'd have someone right at the beginning. You'd have it as a bloody... In, in the credits, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there has been obviously a suggestion with the bodies and people, but yeah, yeah. This is the first time when they're actually. I think it. I think it's better because it builds up to it. I keep saying this on other ones we've done, but if you just kill someone, then there's, then it's just a payoff. You, the build up is the bit. It's like getting on a roller it's coaster. It's like King Kong, the original, and actually the remake. Because you well, wait and you know, wait oh, and wait. Yeah, yeah it's about an you hour. You wait so, and wait yeah. and wait. And you know it's coming. It's the same. Like I say, with a roller coaster, this analogy is perfect. <laughs> it's all right. My, my King Kong one was better. Mm. Carry on. But, you know, it's the bit. King Kong. As it's going. Yeah, you're building up to the big. Yeah, but when you do the bit, when you start going down it, you go, oh, Well, yeah, you must probably still go, oh, this is scary. But it's the anticipation, not the payoff which is the good bit and that's a I don't I don't understand why but when you do the payoff by the way it has got to be still good it can't just be oh someone just jumps out well like I say there's lots of horror films where it doesn't pay off and you don't see anyone get killed and all that that's bollocks as well but it's the build up that's the good bit and you need that and Halloween and this does it really well Kirk finds a tooth and scares Pam who goes and sits on a swing while she sits on the swing, he goes in the house and then he gets battered over the head with a hammer. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a massive shock, really, because generally there's not been... There is no music build-up to it. He, he goes in and it's fairly normal and he's checking it out and he's... Well, he knows it's a weird place and yeah, he's he kind of saying to Pam, come and have a look at this. But there's no... It's, it's the shortest build-up. So there's been half an hour or so build-up, but yeah. then when he walks to this door... And Leatherface just pops out and go bonks him on the head. He comes charging out. And and, uh, the bit I like is Kirk doing the shaking on the floor when he gets hit. And then Leatherface batters him again because he's kind of jolting and shaking. Yeah, and then he shuts the slides door. But again, I was watching a bit of the extras on the DVD. There's another shot, and I don't know whether it would have been as good. The main thing is it's incredibly abrupt. He gets to a doorway, he trips up, then looks up and then Leatherface is there. Then he just gets bombed and that's it. And then he's 
obviously shaking around, shaking around, and then he gets bonked again, and then he just shuts the big famous sh- shot of he shuts the big metal door. There was going to be a longer shot where you see Leatherface after he bonked him dancing around. You just see his feet near where the body is dancing around because he's done something. It does good. his Leatherface dance, but they've saved that for the ending. Haven't yeah, they? which might have been all right, but yeah. it gives him a bit more personality. I think it's but... probably better if they don't show at that point. To it's quite abrupt kind of works. Yeah, and that's kind the main of, thing. It's, it's weirdly abrupt. And then this is where I wrote about, then she gets up off the swing in this quite low down shot as she, from a low angle, where she approaches the house and the house is kind of looming over her. It's very well done. It's not wobbly camera or anything. It's very smooth tracking yeah. shot. So all you're concentrating on is not, oh, this is a wobbly camera. You're just thinking, shit, this shot looks very strange something ominous is about to happen and we we know it is because we just seen you know her mate get bonked on the head he's getting a lot of bonk there's a lot of bonking in this film isn't there if only she goes into the house but she stumbles and falls into the, all the bits of and this is kind of where it, it gets the kind of ed gein because you first see the properly see the house with the like the ornaments and the furniture made out of body parts and there's lots of bones and lots of yeah. feathers so she stumbles into the room. There's loads of bits and bobs. And there's like and that's a cool the bench. Noise, noises as well, isn't they? Yes. yes. And there's like a cool bench that's made out of bits of body parts. I just put it, it was the Ed Gein collection. And there's, that's the only time. There's quite a lot of long shots. That bit, lots of cutting to show all the different bits of bones in the room. So it's a bit where you get, it suddenly goes, oh shit, she's panicking. She's falling into this room. And now lots and lots of shots. She stumbles out and Leatherface grabs her and hangs her from a meat hook. And then she's forced yeah, to watch as yeah, he cuts up. That's, that's a lot now, worse than I remember Yeah, that. well, the one thing that's always been said about this film was that no the good. payoff in terms of blood and gores, uh, the name would suggest it's, and the fact it got banned and the fact it was quite infamous, suggests there's lots of blood and gore. But obviously it's always been known there's actually not that much on-screen gore. But I actually thought that scene, like you've just said, was a lot worse than I remembered because I've not seen this for a long time. I thought it was a lot worse, actually. Again, you don't, you don't see, see... You don't need to see a hook go through her. You won't see it. You probably wouldn't. But she, it, the way it's done, she just gets pushed. You can see the hook. You know she's going on it. And then he kind of... And yeah, he pulls he makes her down. sure she's properly on and it. And she's then trying to get off it. And then <laughs> she has to then watch her boyfriend... Well, that's Get the bit I thought. Up yeah, right in front of it, uh, knowing yeah, that she's. That's the bit that struck me that it, it's a lot worse than I yeah. remembered because of the fact that she's. And it doesn't need to show it. You know what's happening, so it doesn't need to kind of show him. But you know what's happening. But yeah, but it? it's, it's it's bad enough. We then switch back to the remaining three, which is Jerry Franklin and. Sally. Is it Sally? Sally's the main. Yeah, Sally's going to be the main. Um, and Jerry goes wandering. I mean, Jerry, if ever there was like a kind of forgettable, disposable character in this film, Jerry's another one. He goes next. I think he goes off shouting. Um, Jerry goes in the house. So he make, he's, he's kind of walking through the field shouting their names. He goes in the house and he's wandering through the house. But the first thing he discovers is he discovers Kirk's body in the fridge. It's a bit of a jumpy bit because he opens it and yeah, Kirk and it makes kind that of sits up, yeah. kind of noise again, and then he gets battered on the head with the hammer as well. Leatherface turns up and batters on, on yeah. the head. It's more like yeah, I just put Texas fucking hammer massacre. 
more than chainsaw because you know, um, and Leatherface is a bit agitated and stressed then, and then it has a big close up of his face with his big false yeah, teeth. I, Adam's now showing me a drawing of. <laughs> no, I'm pointing at the microphone, the microphone. so people the, can hear. And I mean, it's awful. No, so people can hear the drawing. He's got like a joke shop false teeth on, hasn't he, um, behind the mask. Oh, yeah, he's sort of licking his lips or teeth <laughs> a bit, yeah. He's obviously stressed out about the situation because yeah. I assume Leatherface likes to kill one person a day, but he this is, is sits a bit too seat, much, isn't it? He? He yeah, he sits in a, and he's like, con- he's like kind of contemplating and thinking this is too much to I'll make the noise he's been thinking. Ooh, <laughs> There you go. I mean, this, I, this I, killing people is not working yeah, out. It's, it's, like he's, it's like how I feel... In the afternoon at work, I'm like thinking <laughs> I've had enough now. This is enough. <laughs> the death count's trundling along nicely yeah. now. We switch back to Sal and Franklin. There's a painful scene where they can't find the van keys or something and they can't find a flashlight. And they're having, there's about a couple of minutes for them to start giving it. Yeah, but I, there's I, a lot I of screeching of, and screaming yeah, at each other. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, all, I'm kind of okay with that because... You, because you, they don't know. They're arguing over something petty, but they don't know that they've got shit a lot worse to come when people are getting chopped up in the other just down the road, mate. You want to just get, getting, you want to get in the van and fuck off. People are getting hammered. Sally, wait a minute. Was that See, Franklin like, saying? And yeah, it just made me laugh because he just goes, Sally, wait a minute. Sally, wait a minute. Shelly, wait a minute. You can but, do it. I can't yeah, do it. It's a lot very And then he has to trundle yeah. past it because he's like, yeah, he's doing it. He won't yeah. be able to get there. Yeah. Um, yes. Shelly, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's no. a lot better. Imagine that, but American. 50 minutes in now. How long is the film? I can only tell it's you. It's not long as it's about 80 bit. minutes or so. Listen. Listen, I like to write the it times. It, it, it properly oh. motors along. Mr. The Ghost here. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre runtime is... Uh, I don't know. Based on films similar to this. Leprechaun 6, Back to The Hood, Charles Play 2. Piranha, three double D. I'd say it was around eighty-four minutes. Okay. Uh, about fifty minutes in, uh, the final two finally rock up at the house. Well, near near the house, aren't they? Because they're they're in the dark, which is a really good bit where she's pushing him. Well, this is the bit where um, uh, Franklin says, "Sally, I hear something." Yeah, I've written that, uh, and I thought this is an ace jump. And this is the bit where... You don't expect it, do you? No, he comes out. And this is this is probably... when I, I think I remember when they were saying there's not much of a payoff in terms of violence because he gets properly chainsawed. Yeah. When he goes, uh, I hear something. Suddenly, Leatherface jumps out, chainsaws him in the stomach. You don't see it go in the stomach, but you see Leatherface get a lot, a fair old amount of blood spatter all over yeah, it. Gets, it gets covered. Yeah, probably the bloodiest death. That, that, that one. And so from this point on, we get 30 minutes of very wide-eyed screaming from Sal. There's lots of chasing and screaming, yeah, really. But lots it, of close-ups of her eyes. But it's like nightmare stuff, isn't it? You know what I mean? That like, oh, I can't get away, or she can't run away quite fast enough. 
the falling over is a bit annoying. You think, oh, but when she gets properly her hair caught in trees and that, and he just chains someone in front, you go, yeah, I, fair, I fair say, enough. <laughs> I have to say, Leatherface was chainsawing a lot of branches that weren't actually in his way. He didn't really need to chainsaw. I know, but I think the idea her. is that she can't get out there fast enough, and yet he's finding it a piece of piss. Quite eventful evening for her, though, because she gets chased by a big hunky man and then gets taken <laughs> home for dinner to meet the family. <laughs> she, so it's quite... Yeah. She then runs, and I mean, little does she know, she inadvertently then runs into the madhouse. And the first thing she does is she, re- she runs up and meets Grandpa and Grandma Sawyer. And she meets them there. Yeah, all the way up to in the attic. Why yeah. She, why you run... Yeah, she seems to she run through to... the house because yeah. I think she panics and... And Leatherface is chainsawing the door and things like is, that. Yeah, which is, yeah. when you think about it, why is he chainsawing his own yeah. door? Yeah, but, he could have just run. Yeah, again, but who but, cares? Uh, you know, from the bit, like say, it takes a different logic. There's, there's a tiny bit of logic. But when it becomes Franklin gets chainsawed in the stomach and she's running away, it's all logic's out the window. It's just like nightmare stuff. It's, it's like you have a... Shit, let's go. So straight away... She's constantly screaming in this situation, understandably. She jumps through a lot of windows, doesn't she, in this film? Because she jumps through two windows, actually, not yeah. a lot. Um, so she panics. Well, she's already panicking. She's she's like horrified, and she runs, and she jumps straight out of the window, screaming, and then there's obviously more chasing. Then this is where she winds up at the gas station. And I suppose this is the bit of the twist, because she thinks... Well, she runs in, doesn't she, in uh, the gas station, it re- which reminds me a bit of the Evil Dead, mainly because, and I don't know why it is, the original Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. When I see, when someone runs into a room and you think they're all safe, and then they leave the door open and there's pure black darkness out in that door. Yeah, I, I always I... think, fuck me, why would you ever do that? Why yeah, wouldn't you close, shut the door? Close the... Because I, oh. I don't know, it does me in for some reason. No, blokes just go, oh yeah, yeah, and that's what and that's what they do. So she thinks she's safe now, although she's still hysterical. Drayton's there, and um, is it Drayton? As in Drayton Man and Park and Sue? There's lots to see and lots to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Drayton Sawyer's there. So she obviously thinks I'm saved, although she's hysterical. And then he beats her about the head with a broomstick handle. <laughs> yeah. Well, she realised at some point that he's not going to rescue her. He's not going to help her. What he's going to do is he's probably going to drag her back to their house. Yeah, so- but that again, that was for. I always remember it being quite bad. But it, again, I thought it was quite a lot worse because he just like beats her up and then ties her up. Yeah, he puts and her then in he a puts sack, sack. Yeah. and then he bundles her into the van and she's kind of on the floor next to him as he's driving along and he's constantly jabbing her with it and laughing and jabbing her with the broom handle. But he doesn't yeah, just do it I... once, does he? No, he's constantly like properly jabbing And then her. he's enjoying it as well, like properly somewhat weird. Well, obviously, but because you can hear her screaming it, and then he just start poking and going... Argh. Yeah, so she grabs a knife to fend him off. He bashes her with a broom handle bundles her in the car and as he's driving her back to the madhouse lots of pokings he's, he's giving her with, a, with a broomstick or a bit of stick oh and there's a little interlude where he spots nubbins on the way home so he gets out and starts beating him round the head as well there might be a raspberry in there as well but then they drag him back to the the, the madhouse they oh yeah bring grandpa down for dinner 
I, I'm, I'm got to be honest. Grandpa's makeup in this is an old man plastic mask yeah. on a young bloke. Some dude. When I don't think anyone is watching it nowadays would be worrying. At this point, if they've been properly watching the film, they wouldn't give a shit that Grandpa looks a bit ropey. There's a scene where Pops sucks the bleeding finger, isn't there? Um, and then, does she pass out then? Well, uh, she's kind of at the table with the whole family now. So he's at, she's at the table. And we have this bit where she's... Because she's kind of constantly screaming. And they... This is the bit I like, actually. When she's screaming, they kind of start all screaming. Well, she wakes up, doesn't she? Yes. Because she passes out. And she oh, wakes yes. up yeah, and then yeah, goes, she'd... fuck me, this is real. Um, yeah. And then start screaming and they all go... <laughs> and they start screaming as and well. Leather faces bouncing and getting all excited. Yeah, he starts. He, he's like a kind of big kid, into and he's like kind of bouncing and getting all excited. Nubbins is getting all excited. Drayton, he there's times when he's definitely seems like the leader, but he's like kind of also concerned about. He's the only one that's really concerned about getting caught. Yeah, or, but, yeah. I mean, he, he seems to have a bit of common sense, even though yes. he's still a maniac from the prodding with the stick. <laughs> there is a bit. The quote that I wrote that made me giggle um which was when he does what bring her in first i'm going back a bit but when he brings her in first to the right he goes look what your brother did to the door yeah he complains you know, about him chainsaw her in the, the door, door. Yeah, what do you want to look what your brother's done to yeah, the bleeding he, door he's, he's already frustrated with nubbins because he's a bit of a dilbert and yeah then, um and he's telling off leatherface as well wrecking the house yeah you don't want to chainsaw your own door there's no, a tip absolutely not you damn fool, you ruined the door! Again, I'm not very good with the impressions. Um, also, I like the fact that Leatherface gets himself doled up for the dinner as well, doesn't he? Because he's wearing makeup. Oh, yeah, he puts makeup on. I think there's about three or four and different this is, masks yeah, he's wearing. Someone says, hey, Leatherface, give me a hand with Grandpa to get him down yeah, before yeah, yeah. they're beating up. Ah, so, so that's where... Right, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that that's... Because I always thought, oh, they've people made up the name because he's wearing a skin for mask and it's yeah, it's leather. a name that came afterwards. But brought... it was in the film. Oh, okay. There you go. But well, for everyone that already knew that, get fucked. But for the ones that didn't, I didn't. So now you know, it's in the film. So that dinner scene, there's loads and loads of close-ups of Sally and her eyes as it's like focuses in on her eyes and trying to show the terror. But she's kind of, I mean, it keeps switching back from her face to the family's like, face. Yeah, there's a few cuts there again. And it's it, not a lot of cuts in the film, except at certain bits. So we have this drawn-out um, dinner dinner party, and then somebody wearing Sally's hair runs and jumps out the window. I think what I was saying is the person that ran and jumped out the window looked fuck all like her, but anyway. Yeah, um, then when I go runs, say, there's a lot of jumping out of windows, but... But let's quickly go back to the dinner scene, very quickly. It's just, it's like I put nightmare stuff and I put sound cut, screaming, zoom. So there's like every, they must have spent a lot of time just on that dinner bit. Yeah, I think that's Because it the... just, it, compared to the rest, there's loads more cuts, loads more zooming, loads more sound and screaming. and. I think it's the most... You can understand why they spent a lot of time on that because that's almost like the pivotal bit in the film, isn't yeah. it? Is where it she's like... dragged there and she has to go through this horrifying thing of where she spends this time with 
these absolute fucking yeah, like it's, it's a different it's a different type of horror film when you think of horror film you, slashes there's a big suspense and then someone gets killed or it's a jump this is just it's like a nightmare if you can imagine your worst nightmare you're seeing even a meal with people that are probably going to eat you yeah but you say the worst nightmare but surely it's been on a yacht with a mutant cat isn't it <laughs> And, it, and that's a callback to episode podcast. If you haven't listened to episode podcast one. And then they attempt to batter her over the head. And as a result of that, they loosen her. Yeah, because they have to drag her over and she yeah. gets battered on the head. Don't yeah, they keep giving. To... Yeah, so because uh, he's the expert or what's yeah. he? He's the best killer yeah, in the. Yeah, apparently he's Sawyer's like the, the killer. The original he's... killer. So they give him a like a little hammer to twat her over the head with yeah to hit her over the head technical and, um, and with a big he's... metal bucket underneath her so the idea and he, and he hits he, well the, the hammer twats her once and you see her head start bleeding yeah and it's just but it goes on for a while but not in a bad way normally I go oh, it went on for a while but it goes on and on and he keeps trying, trying to hit her building she's up screaming there. and going what's going off and, and again it's it's all building up it's... to pretty grimness <laughs> And then she stands up and, and says, legs it out the window. I'm out of here. Yeah. Leatherface <laughs> and Nubbins. So she's jumped out the window now. Great album. Been, that was a great album. What? Nubbins and Leatherface? No, Leatherface. Because <laughs> 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 it's built up to this absolute tension. And she just says, fuck this. And she runs and jumps out the window. And now it's getting Slashing. a bit light as well, which yeah. is good as well, I thought. Because she's, she's had a whole night of shit. So it's done in real time, but it's only an hour. So it isn't really real time, but it feels longer. Yes. That makes no sense, but you get the general gist. Nubbins is slashing her Sally's back as yeah, well. Yeah, again, the, she's not running very quick, which makes it worse. Again, it makes it like a nightmare. Keep going back to this, but if you everyone's had the nightmare where someone's chasing you and you can't get away quick enough, you can't run fast enough because it wouldn't be a nightmare. You'd just be, oh yeah, there's miles behind me. You know, but it's, but he's just like slashing her and her back, and she's screaming and screaming. And luckily, a truck comes up. But sorry, you were going to say, you know when what? I don't think uh, you've never had a nightmare. No, I'm saying I. Uh, you're saying Chuck Norris would have like where he's being chased. He'd just turn even in his dreams he'd turn around and fucking drop kick him. Right in the bastard's face. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh Lord. Wait, now listen So she's running, it's got light now, so it's early dawn and she's getting <laughs> slashed on what? Do you want me to carry it on? Are you yeah. trying to do it? <laughs> no, it's because you mentioned the lorry driver and he's my favourite oh, person yeah, in that whole film. Well, I'll let you go because I've been I'm going to say exactly the same thing. No, I'll just on. put truck driver ace. <laughs> yeah. Well, he helps. Uh, so she runs out. So she's being chased by Leatherface and... Leatherface um, can't run very fast, though. Well, Nubbins gets... First of all, Nubbins gets hit by the lorry, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. So That's true, he, and it goes over his head, which I forgot. Yeah, it, so he, um, so Sally runs out into the road, Nubbins follows, and the lorry um, hits him, and he runs over him. Then the lorry driver gets out and obviously realises he needs to help Sally, and he drags her into the cab to get away from Leatherface, and they crawl through and go out the other door don't they the other side yeah of it, it's, it's a bit useless the door yeah, yeah um, but he 
it grabs, he does, when he's being chased, he does grab a wrench and throws it at Leatherface's head, which makes Leatherface fall over. And it's the first time, actually, we see the, the chainsaw cut anything, which is Leatherface's leg. Yeah. He's, he's not too happy about that. Which, it, to be honest, I was going to say, it's a bit grim. It's not, to be honest. It just, the, the chainsaw sort of just rests on his leg a bit and it cuts into his leg. You can see it's dangerous, isn't it? Chainsaws. Yeah, well, don't mess around. Don't be careful. And then um... the truck. Well, that was the thing. The truck driver is pretty shit in the end. So the truck driver runs over someone by accident, but he does a favour to Sally. <laughs> then kind of helps Sally and goes, "Come in." And then Leatherface goes, "I'm going to change the foot. This I'm going out the other door. I'm not going to drive off." I'm going to go out the other door. Yeah, they could have just stayed in the lorry and drove off. Yeah, because he wasn't getting through there. And he, he and made he the wrong choices. Yeah. So he runs off, but he does have a wrench with a good throw in the face. Yeah, it's a good throw, yeah. Yeah. Good aim. Bit of caught on the leg. We've, I'm going over what we've already said. But right. then another car goes past because I think that other bloke, the truck driver, just legs it down the road. Doesn't even go back to his truck. He no, just yo, he runs off it. and then another uh, a van Very turns slowly off, legs it. He's a big lad. And Sally jumps in the back of the van. This is probably my favourite bit because obviously Leatherface does his moronic dance in the middle of the road with yeah, his chainsaw he Well, he's just dead annoyed. He's dead that, annoyed, isn't he? Hollywood Chainsaw Ruckers, I think they recreated this exact dance in the film, didn't Might they? Uh, um, That's a terrible film. The bit I like about it is the fact that, apart from Nubbins... Leatherface and Drake, everybody, they don't get killed. I didn't want Leatherface to get killed. I wanted him still to be alive so yeah. that she escapes, but essentially he's still out yeah. there. And everyone knows that, everyone says about that. So Sally's now, because she jumped out of two windows, absolutely covered in blood. So she looks at, like a maniac. Um, and she starts, but she starts laughing a bit because it goes, oh, you know, I'm getting away. So going at the truck's... Moving away and Leatherface is getting really annoyed. Um, but she's not really laughing. She's sort of gone mental. But let's be honest, in the nicest possible way, she's sort of yeah, crying, laughing. Yeah, I mean, it's that kind of maniacal laughter that yeah, you get she's to had a night of it, like, she? deliriously laughing. I mean, we've all had nights where, you know, uh, we wake up, going to be eaten, being over the head, and then chainsawed all, haven't we? We've all been there. And okay, and that's it. And that's it. Let's review the film. Mark it out of ten. Knock it to the point. Let's review the film. Let's rate Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974 with Tobe Hooper. You might remember him. He directed such film. Oh no, it's starting again. <laughs> the nightmare <laughs> has begun. Yeah, don't um, go over it again. Just rate it. Um, nine out of ten, easily. I forgot how good it was. I was going back in thinking, oh, I'm going to be disappointed here. Even though I knew it was a good film. And for a few years, I'd never watched it all the way through because I was a bit scared, to be quite honest. But then I thought, well, I'm that jaded nowadays that... You, know. you, can, you can handle it. Well, it's not just that. I just thought, oh, blimey. In a way, when it was suggested to watch it, I was going, all right then. But I'm glad it did, because it, um, it still holds up, and everyone says, oh, it still holds up, all that. It fucking does. Properly does. It's a, it. pro- it's a proper horror film. You like it? it. Nine out of ten. E- easily. I, I don't know whether I, I... I'm trying to think what I'd give ten out of ten. And... Cujo. <laughs> Cujo. <laughs> I've never seen Cujo, so I don't know. Rabid dog, innit? 
I'd not watched it for however many years, 20 something years. Um, I think there's a reason. I don't enjoy it as I didn't enjoy it as much as you did. I don't think I did. There's a lot of good bits about it, and I agree with a lot of what you've said. I like a lot of the kind of shots, and I I found it a hard slog. I always find that film a hard really? slog. Absolutely, oh, yeah. Oh, I do, I do. I always find yeah. it a hard slog. There's a reason why it's been twenty years since I've watched it. And if I put any film, my in my opinion, any film that's like a nine out of ten, I'd be regularly watching it. I. Had you not suggested we watch this, yeah. I don't think I'd have ever watched it again. Oh, right. So I don't know what that says. I don't know what that says. However, I I, I did enjoy it more no, than I you remember. You didn't watch it on your laptop, did you? No, I watched it on the telly. Oh, I just watched it on the telly, normal. I don't, I don't think that would make that much difference. Anyway, oh, yeah. Would it? Yeah. Oh, you, you need the full you cinematic you in a portable <laughs> under your bed? Um, no, I... And I suppose I'll upset a lot of like horror fans who absolutely love this film, but... Get fucked. Um, what I'll say is, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, but I'm still not an, a massive fan of it. And I'd probably give it an eight. Just keep you happy. No, don't, don't have to. Maybe a proper horror film. I get all the quality behind it, but for me, I've got to sit there and I've got to enjoy it. All right, so uh, if you disagree, then uh, DM us in Twitter oh, or whatever and suggest other films we might watch. We're open to watch anything, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Chabot. Chabot.